Across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Anyway, so Australia Post, their parcel side, because of all the online buying and all that sort of thing, has quadrupled even more. Yeah. So they're making absolute tons of money out of that. Yes. Yet they're, the, uh, the mail, because they're not making money out of it, because it's a cost, they're making that service less and less, and now they're only going to send letters every second day or whatever whatever it is they're only going to deliver every yeah. day two or three times a week and they're jacking the price right up but surely as a business more money like they're making they're making more money anyway because deliveries have exploded parcel deliveries have exploded yeah. over the last and they and they own star Trek now as well yes. i don't know whether you knew that but they own yes for their online like e- e-commerce correct for service. all of that all of that stuff everyone's well, using australia post so they're actually Overall, they're they're hugely profitable, and they should be doing the mail as a service, as they've always done. It's a service. It's not a, it's you know, it's been a government-owned organisation. You know, it should be it should be done as a service to Australians. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, given that they're, st- they're still making money overall on it, you know, it's not like that. Yeah, that part of their business is losing money, but the other part of their business is just exponentially growing, and they're overall they're making millions and millions. And so. that's the point of the service that makes money is to like provide for the service for the rest of Australians. Correct, correct. Overall, yeah. you make money. Yeah. Sometimes anyway. people need to just go back and look at their charter. What is the real <laughs> purpose of this organisation? Correct. Get back and to the basics. Same uh, the same arguments going on in the US at the moment I've noticed and yes. they've actually just pumped a whole lot of money in there uh, be- for that very reason because it's a service so anyway that's I'm glad I'm glad the listener didn't hear that entire thing because <laughs> I actually didn't hear any of Tony's beautiful news I'll catch it at half past seven I'm sorry but <laughs> that's okay I was too busy ranting uh, now how average is Tony Pretty average. Pretty average today. Well, yeah, that's what you'd like to think. This is the stay-at-home edition because oh. we're all been stuck at home in the isolation and things like that. So this is kind of a stay-at-home thing. I should have some good uh, background experience then to get Yeah, through. well, that's right. Everyone should have this one. So uh, first thing in the morning, would you rather blast K-pop or rock? You know Ooh. K-pop? Yeah, I do. Mm. Um, My daughter's into K-pop. Probably K-pop. Why not? I feel like it's a little like upbeat. It is so upbeat. It'll get you going. It's slick. It's polished. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yes, yeah, Maybe you right. just like step, touch your way to the kitchen. However, seventy percent of people would prefer a bit of akadaka. Oh, alrighty. <laughs> Rock. <laughs> I look like that this morning. I've got you my faux leather jacket on. You do look a bit rock on. chick. You, boobed, you do look rock chick. I've do you know why? Because you rode your Harley this, in? No. I want to take this one home for the weekend. And Are you going home? I like CBA fitting it in my bag. Oh, okay. CBA? I can't say it out loud. Can't, can't be. be. Oh, right. I can't be bothered. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would you rather sweat it out? Walking solo or with an online group workout which they're doing now uh i don't really sweat when i walk so i would have to go with the online workout oh wait till summer here (laughs) (laughs) yes i've heard (laughs) uh you'll be sweating walking over to you know the golden guitar and back if we're talking about isolation i did a Mm -hmm. lot of youtube workouts at home during back in like april time well, no, it was like a video, but yeah. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty-six uh, percent of people disagree with you. Eighty-six <laughs> percent of people. Would rather people walk. hate working out. <laughs> yeah, and they and they do sweat when they walk. 
I've actually been trying to walk since my trouble. Since the trouble I had, mm, I've been trying to the get troubles. The, since the troubles. Since my troubles I've had. Nobody knows the troubles I've Peter's been. Peter's troubles. <laughs> my troubles. This sounds like a full Irish tale. It does, it does. <laughs> I could probably write the book. The but I've been trying to walk mm. and I have the same issue. No sweat. I like to sweat. Uh, it's good for I you like to sweat, isn't it? I like a good dripping sweat. That, yeah, to me, that's is a right. workout. Yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. So, uh, yeah, so to me, I can't get it. I can't get, get that aerobics going. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm working up to it at the moment, actually. I did a, I did about 5Ks walking yesterday, so I was pretty happy with that. That's awesome. But I've got to build that up to, you know, and then start running if I can, if my leg will allow it. So Maybe we'll do I'm a little still waiting on the leg to, team to building here. I can, I can run a... At a, the pub? Um, no. <laughs> no, we can do a little team building exercise, um, uh, a 20-minute exercise at lunch. Okay, all right. I'll run it. We'll get some music. We'll do a music one. It'll be fun. Uh, Zumba. N- uh, nah. You can't call it Zumba, Zumba, Zumba unless it's Zumba, actually the Zumba. Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. Yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> uh, which exercise class speaks to you more, boot camp or yoga? Oh, it's so dependent on the mood that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I so when you're angry, boot camp, and if you're feeling pretty zen, yoga. It's is more that like how it is? if I'm a bit stressed, I wouldn't mind doing yoga because I feel like it will just make me a bit more okay um, centered Less. and relaxed yeah, and like okay, cool. not worried about those things anymore. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go yoga. Such a chick. Uh. <laughs> Who me? Flags yeah, flags don't say centered. We don't say that word. You should try I it. feel a bit more centred and uh, we just go, ah. Uh, that is honestly, nah. that is the best <laughs> description of how you feel at the end of a yoga class and you should try centered. it. Centred, okay. Yeah. I did try um, meditation once. Oh, yeah. Just made me angry. I was going to say, it re- that's yeah. really dependent, I think, on who leads the meditation. I have a thing for voices and if the person leading the meditation has an annoying voice, I oh, will yeah. be <laughs> in such a high stress level that I need to go into a yoga class. I'm the same. When they start, when they say, just turn your mind and just, and I start thinking, you know, that bastard was tailgating me yesterday. <laughs> I should have said something. <laughs> I think you should try yoga. <laughs> Maybe I should. Because uh, you're so concentrating on like being able to balance yeah. and stand up and where's my arm, where's my leg, that yeah, you cannot right. think about the tailgater from yesterday or you're going to faceplant. <laughs> that's just how, I, that's, that's how my mind works. 58% of people agree with you. You're down 2-1. 58% of people prefer yoga over boot camp. I don't like boot camp. I don't want someone yelling at me like that. Because then, then when I do meditation, why is it freaking on at me? <laughs> I always get really, really sore after a boot camp because I'm really competitive. So if I'm next to someone, I just have to do either as much or more than them. And I'm probably less fit than they are. So it's like, but in that moment, in that moment, yeah, I am. You ain't beat me. No, you ain't exactly. Me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You're a good teammate. I'll have you on my team when we do something competitive in here, then we do the thing. Um, <laughs> how do you rewatch old seasons of your favourite shows? Do you watch them in order or just jump around? Jump around! Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, definitely from the start. You have to start from the start. Yeah. But there's certain shows where you can't say if you were watching a Seinfeld type show where it's just random episodes. It's not a oh, real, There's no yeah, real true. story that runs through them. You could just do that. Yeah, There'd be true. plenty of shows or friends or whatever. What, what, those sort of one-off ones, you know, or if you're doing a Game of Thrones, you'd probably have to... 
True. I mean, Sex in the City is one that I've rewatched a few times and you don't necessarily like there is like a thread, but you don't necessarily need to start from the start. But I enjoy starting from the start. Seventy three percent of people agree mm. with you. Yes. Uh, how would you rather lose yourself in the weekend in an amazing book or in a marathon of intense gaming? Do I even need to ask you that? What kind of that's the weirdest question. Um, it's so American. Intense gaming. Yeah. Um, a dude. book. Sorry, dude. There was dude on the end of that. Yeah, I was like, what? The marathon of intense gaming, dude. I'm going for the book. The book wins. You're up 3-2. You were 2-0 down. Now you're 3-2 up. Which project would you rather bake? Bake. Sorry, which rather would you... I'll give you any clue of what the, your first <laughs> option is there. Which project would you rather take on? Baking a masterpiece in your kitchen or doing an amazing DIY project in your living room? That basically says, would you rather watch MasterChef or The Block? <laughs> that's, that's kind <laughs> of the same. Which person are you? MasterChef <laughs> or The Block? Right. Uh, I'm going to go with the baking because I love cooking. You love baking. I know yeah. you love baking. 53% of people agree with you. You're up 4-2. I can't I'm believe you're down 2-0. I <laughs> thought you were just going to get killed. Uh, would you rather take control of a movie selection on your phone... So watch the movie by yourself on your phone is what they're asking here. Or compromise on what to watch but on a big TV screen, big screen TV. Oh, I'd compromise to You'd watch. compromise to watch yeah. it with someone else? Yeah. Definitely. Me too. Then I can give you my opinion. Half of it. <laughs> <laughs> 67% of people agree with you. You're up 5-2. I can't believe this. Uh, how do you like getting your creepy thrills? Wow. What's the time slot of this show? <laughs> <laughs> it's a family show. Now, if you read the options, yeah, I'm just everything kidding. will be yeah, creepy thrills. Uh, reading the latest thriller, so reading, yeah. or listening to a true crime podcast. Oh, baby, you sold me. Podcast. You it love is. a true crime podcast. I'm obsessed. Don't you? To the point where yesterday I was only doing a short cardio workout. Yeah. So I purposely just listened to like a news podcast yeah. because I knew that today I have a three hour drive. So I have a lineup of two of my like favorite podcasts. True crime. True crime. <laughs> yeah. So good. I'm really excited. Okay. You actually lit up then when you Honestly, when you started talking about that. There's there's a there's three that I'm listening to right now that are incredible, all three of them. Tell tell us what they are. Uh, one is from the ABC. It's about uh, Nicola Gobbo. Oh yeah, the lawyer, yeah, the lawyer and the lawyer scandals. X. It's all yep. happening right mm-hmm. now. That one's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called Who Killed Leanne Holland, who was a young 12-year-old girl murdered in Queensland. Now, that one is so intense. It's got all of the aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a man was uh, arrested and tried and convicted and served 20-plus years in jail. Then he got released and there was a police review, but it hasn't been um, mm. released publicly and now there's a petition for a coronial and, oh, it's... So it's it's the, 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 is there a chance that he didn't do it? Is that yes. what you're saying? Oh, God. Yes, there's a huge chance. Oh, if you, no. and, and what's the, the other one? And the other one is it's by Headley Thomas from The Australian and it's about um, a woman who was uh, disappeared in Bathurst. <gasps> and strangely enough... Mm-hmm. He, That's the second made-up p- word we've had here. Strangely enough. I had curious, or I thought you said oh. strangely enough. Oh, no, sorry. Probably I slurred a little bit. Um, I'm so excited. He is doing this story. It's a really, really well-known case. She's actually from Musselbrook originally, mm-hmm. so yep. quite close to here. You'll be driving through there probably while you're listening to it. I will. Wow. And um, 
basically it could potentially even be connected to the Golgong case that had the million dollar reward. Now there wow. is a million dollar reward for information on um, this case from Bathurst as well because it's never been solved. That's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it's great. Wow. So if you're listening, My dad was the night driver Gong, for that one. Mm. Yeah, okay, good. Of course, you could always listen to the uh, 2TM Breakfast Catch-Up podcast as well. Oh, that's as well, excellent as well. Of which you are a uh, big star in that. Uh, <laughs> how would you get creative? You're up 5-3. Uh, create your own vlog, vlog. What, what is that? Is that a video blog? Like a video blog. blog. Video blog? Yeah. Or create digital art? Oh, digital art. Yeah, artistic. Nobody wants yeah. to listen to me. <laughs> I say. Well, I didn't listen to the six thirty <laughs> news, but that's because I was, you know, obsessed with myself. Uh, six to four, sixty percent to forty percent would rather create digital art. Six three, that means you win. But I'll ask you the last one anyway. How would you rather spend an hour listening to music or catching up with friends? Friends. Fifty-two uh, percent of people agree with you, but you've struck. You've you've struggled <laughs> home six six. 60% to 40%. Congratulations. You've won. I am <laughs> average. You are extremely average. So well done with that. Thank you and, so much. And um, have a safe trip home. Thank you. And back. You too. Get your day underway with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley on Tamworth Zone 1287 2TM. Eat for breakfast here on this Friday morning, the 11th day of September, of course, the 19th anniversary of the September 11th. Uh, horrific events that unfolded in New York and Pennsylvania uh, and Washington, of course, in that that year of 2001. It was an incredible time. I wonder whether you remember where you were. I certainly remember exactly what I was doing. Um, I had a uh, my son was born on in June. His birthday is June the 11th, uh, 2001. That was when he was born, and my wife is actually up breastfeeding him sitting on the lounge watching a bit of telly uh, about that time of night and she woke me up they we didn't see the we didn't see the first plane hit uh, the first plane hit at around about uh, quarter to four to eight plus 14 what's that that's eight that's eight plus six hours on yeah it's about about around about midnight let's say between 11 and 12 o'clock at night um, on the well it was the basically the 12th of September here, wasn't it? Um, but it was tonight that it would have been the exact anniversary of it. But September 11 is September 11, isn't it? They hijacked the planes uh, and crashed into the North Tower uh, around about quarter to 11 at night, quarter to 12 at night. And my wife woke, woke me up and said, you know, she was, it was all over the television, of course, at the moment. They were just streaming scene and said, look, this plane's crashed into the World Trade Centre. And at that point, they didn't know whether it was an accident or an... Or, an act of terror or what it was, but there was news coming through that maybe there was another plane, uh, another couple of planes maybe. And uh, sure enough, as we were watching it, a second plane crashed into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. And it, it was at that point where we just went, oh my God, what are we, what sort of a world are we bringing this kid into? And we just both just, Stood, uh, sat watching the TV dumbfounded. We watched that live. That second plane hit the tower, and you know, then reports came of a of a flight. Uh, that half an hour later, um, a report came in as a, a that a plane had crashed into the Pentagon. 
Um, and then there was another plane that that crashed into a field in Pennsylvania, and it was just like, oh my God, like this is the start of the apocalypse or something, you know. And then of course we watched both of the towers collapse. This all happened over about an hour and a half period, um, while we were sitting there with with my son in my arms. Uh, you know, brand new three month old June, July, or September, you know, sort of three and a half month old kid. Um, well, exactly three months, was it? June, July, August, he was exactly three months old. And we just sat there and watched it and just dumbfounded, wasn't it? It was just one of those things where you never forget. You'll never forget that, get that. And there was around about 3,000 people killed on that day 19 years ago. And it's something that we should be showing our kids and our grandchildren, I reckon, just to show them that this actually happened because it just seems like a dream now, doesn't it, that a couple of 747s or whatever they were went straight into the and 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 knocked it down. Now, I went to New York last year and I visited the the memorial site there. They've got a couple of beautiful they're like waterfall things. I don't know what they what you would call them. They're like big square things where the water just runs down into the middle of it. They have all the victims uh named all around all around it in, on plaques all around these uh, these two fountains on one on one where one tower was they've got all the all the people and on the all, all the civilians and on the other one they've got all around all of the emergency services personnel that went in there so bravely and um, and and to certain death in a lot of cases like that and all of the all of the people that died there and it's just the most moving thing and you go into the you go into the memorial they've got in there it's like a museum and you gradually work your way down this thing and it's sort of a you know you go round and around down this and they've got you know all various artifacts and things they've got a set of concrete steps uh one of the flights of steps that everyone would have had to you know go down to uh, to get out of this they've got pieces of twisted metal there there's an incredible uh half crushed fire fire truck that was crushed by you know falling debris and that and they've got that as a as a on display down there it's just the most moving thing and then when you get right to the bottom of this thing there's a whole you you walk into a door and it's just a timeline of the whole thing it's and it's video and it's you know people's shoes and just different artifacts from there but it's got you walk you work walk you work your way around it and it's got a video little bit this is what's happened and then this is what happened and then this is what happened and then this is what happened and it's just you work your way around and you get the whole timeline of the thing that happened i got about halfway around and i just had to walk out i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't go any further because it's just the most moving and the most devastating thing you'll ever see and it was it's just an incredible thing that that happened on the on the 11th of september 2001 tamworth zone 1287 2tm and 2tm breakfast with peter huxley and we're back thanks jt fossey ford hope you're well this morning hope you're feeling good you should be it's friday morning again and um i'm just trying to trying to get tony ambrogetti back in here hey tony Come in. Come in. <laughs> I was just trying to get her back in. Sorry about that. She was talking some important stuff with uh, with the management. Hello. How are you going? We're talking just, very important things like uh, what kind of coffee do you want when I go for a coffee? Oh, what are, what are you having? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going to have a hot chocolate. At McCafe. Would you like one? Yeah, I'm going to McCafe. Yeah. It's across the road. Yeah, it is. It is indeed. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have one. 
Hot right. chockey, yeah, yeah. Right. You're so much like me. You just drink tea. And then when someone says, you want a coffee, go, oh, I want chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually said, I'm going for a coffee run. What do you want? And he said, you're having coffee? Yeah, yeah I'm I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not either. No. <laughs> Keeps me awake. Why would I want to be awake during this program? Um, question. Tell me. Uh, it's the 11th of September today. It is. Tell me where you were when the uh, 9-11, 2001. So that would have made you 10? Yes. You were 10. So as a young 10-year-old seeing that, how did, you, how did you feel? Well, tell me tell me the circumstances of how you found out and all that. Um, now, I know since our discussion the other day that it obviously was about the middle of the night time it for was, Australia. Yeah, about 11, so 12, I something like that. Yeah. remember mm-hmm. seeing it on the morning news. At, mm-hmm. I was at a tutor before I went to school yep. and it came on as the television. As opposed to a Jeff Dunn tutorer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we are talking about tutors the other day and Jeff said, well, I don't need a tutorer. We were just making up words <laughs> as we do. Um, we get bored of the ones that we say all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's so, right. You may as well have a few yeah. n- new um, ones. Mm. And I remember seeing it and thinking it was some kind of horror film, not yeah. that it was real life. And then mm. the horrified looks on all of the adults' faces, you became to realise that it was um, real. Mm. And then... Mm. I remember later that night, obviously, was continuously on the news and we mm. used to always watch the news at home. Mm. And I remember it being on and my mum was very distressed and she wanted it to be turned off because she yeah. was sick and tired of seeing the footage. Because oh, it was 24-7. It was that, 24-7. Yeah, and just over and over and again. And over and over. And you yeah. know that in that moment, people are dying. Yeah, it And it's just, just horrible to mm. see. Mm. And... Um, I remember my mum just being like my both of my parents saying stop watching it mm. like turning off the television or like covering our eyes and just being like don't look at this and then you know in the days following even more horrendous footage kind of yeah. came out and the guy falling remember that one yes, the falling that's the one. man oh, oh dear me yeah. I've actually been to um, a memorial in Washington they have this museum called the Newseum. Mm-hmm. It's about news. Oh, that's very American. <laughs> the <Yeah. laughs> the news. Oh, it's it's oh, literally dear. about journalism. Should be on and the Simpsons. That one, the museum. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's actually fun. the most incredible museum. But mm-hmm. they have an entire section for nine eleven and yeah. for the journalists who covered the um, mm. the story. They actually have part of the plane in there like hanging okay, up the yeah, engine yeah. they have a lot of things that i'd never seen before so reviewing that again as an adult this was like three years ago mm. um it was intense very intense yeah, yeah wait did they address it at school so you would have been in year five or year six or something like that how did they address that or did they at school i think they did and i think it was like um obviously this major event has happened mm. it's very distressing and if anybody wants to talk about it they can and then they mm-hmm. kind of moved on okay to yeah. be honest for me the most distressing thing was seeing the horror on the faces of the adults around me yeah there you go because mm. you read as a child you follow emotions about the people that you always learn from yeah. and so i was sitting with my tutor i saw her face and she was always the most lovely person mm. and um her face changed so much and I remember her face and I remember my mum's face and the emotion on their faces is what I felt. Yeah, that you reflected yeah, they yeah. you reflected their emotion, yeah. And yeah, gee, it must have been a pretty scary time for a for a ten year old, I guess, back then and 
wondering what it was the hell. Just it's kind, it's of a kind of a growing up well. moment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was confusing because that was the kind of thing that you only saw in movies. Mm, and so mm. it was very hard to understand it as being real. Mm, mm. Um, and then I guess the fallout from that. I mean, since that time, obviously, I've grown up and I've educated myself on a lot of issues yeah. surrounding that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so you can have a better understanding of the context because that's always really important. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and, and it's changed so many things, of course, the way you get on a plane now. Um, all of that sort of stuff all is direct result of that that moment um, in history, which was one of the big moments. Let's face it; that was one of the one of the biggest moments in history. I reckon that oh, one was absolutely. Just, just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Normally, that kind of brutality, sadly, is reserved for uh, you know countries that are not mm, in the mm. Western, like first world. Yeah, that's you know, exactly it's right. It's generally yeah. the kind of horror that you hear about happening somewhere else. And so for it to happen in the, one of the biggest cities in the world mm, mm. was um, huge. Yeah, wow. All right. Well, thanks for coming in and sharing. And I just thought I'd – I actually said to my – I just quoted my personal experience there a little while ago on the show and I thought, oh, Tony would have been an only a young child then. So I'm really interested to hear. So thanks for being so forthright and thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Tamworth Zone, 1287, 2TM. And 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Keith Bird with me right now from JT Fossey Ford. 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 <laughs> Keith, Keith Ford from now, JT Fossey Bird. Firstly, it's great to have you in the studio for the first time in a long, long time. We've been doing this over the phone. We have, haven't we? We have for a long time. Now, I've got to ask you a number of screening questions before, <laughs> you, before we start this. It's a bit late for that. <laughs> Uh, have you been to Mexico in the last 14 days? No. When I no. say Vic- Mexico, I mean Victoria. No. <laughs> you haven't been to Sydney? No. Um, have, you, have you had any symptoms? No, I haven't. haven't had any I didn't tell you, ask you what for. Oh, well, well, I've got symptoms. Have you, <laughs> well, I'm, oh, have you got any cold or flu-like symptoms? No. No, please put this mask on then. <laughs> and you'll be right now. The billiard ball goes do in your take, mouth. Do I have to take this, this hazmat suit off to put the mask on? <laughs> the billiard ball goes in your mouth and just slip that leather bit over the back <laughs> of your head like that. And I wonder what that trolley is for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How are you this morning? I'm very well, Pete. Very well indeed. Oh, uh, serious subject. I've been asking people this morning, uh, what are you... It's the, it's the 9-11 today. It it's is 9-11 September. today. Where, what was your situation when you were on that day? Well, How did you find out and what was your day like? Back in the day, mm-hmm. um, my darling wife, Natasha, used to work at nights. She mm-hmm. used to yep. do some night work. And I was sitting up waiting for her to come home and watching the Channel 10 News with Sandra Sully as it was happening live. Wow, Sandra Sully, yeah. yeah. So I was sitting there watching it as it as it all unfolded, mm, and then she walked incredible. in the door, and I said, "Look at this! This yeah. is crazy." Best you not go to straight to bed. You best you sit here. So we sat up for it. quite some time watching yep. it, and mm-hmm. you just couldn't take our eyes off it, and it mm. was just in 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 disbelief. Really, it was just yeah. incredible. It was, and everyone I've asked this morning has said the same thing. I just couldn't believe it. It didn't seem real. No, and it was no. just. Well, since that time, we've been, we've been fortunate enough. We've been to New York, and we went to the actual site where the monument yeah, is and everything. It's, have you been there? It's pretty incredible. It is very incredible, and I had to walk out actually in yeah, that, when I was you? going through that that bit down the bottom where they have the timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And all the videos, and the, you can actually watch it again in real time. Yeah. As you go around there, and they've got all these artifacts and yeah. someone's shoes and. 
Yeah, I got halfway through that and I said, you know, yeah. I, I, it's, that's too much. It's a bit much. I've got it's to a go. bit much. Yeah, but yeah. it was it's really emotional. And I, I would I would think it'd be a great thing for everyone to go to. Um, it is. I mm. mean, like you know, like a, a lot of these things, you you we don't celebrate it so much, but we just make it we make us aware of it so it won't happen again. Mm, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it's like right. the Anzac stuff and all that. You know, you just want it never to happen again. You never want to have those sort of situations ever. Yeah, you know, exactly. Time. I mean, it's mm. usually such a light-hearted piece. This one, I don't know how we it segue is. this into saying something that's. It is. Well, it is. <laughs> it's a bit light-hearted, but well, I've just I, ruined I the you, whole thing. I tell you what, you're in radio, aren't you? Uh, yeah, well, uh, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> you saw how professionally I handled that news I break. Did, I did yeah. see that. That was almost seamless, <laughs> wasn't it? Incredible. <laughs> right across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, this is 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth's own 1287 2TM. That's Andrew Farris, great Aussie artist, isn't he? One of our Oz tracks, thanks to Lounges Plus there. Goes good, doesn't he? He had that hit out with uh, Come Midnight last year. He's delayed the album release. It might be out now, but I'll look into that. But that's another terrific track off that one. Uh, good Mama Bad was another one off that. So I'll tell you what, we've had some good tracks off that one already. You've got Pete for Breakfast here. Thanks to JT Fossey Ford. It's time we went to the good old US of A, I guess. Uh, a Tennessee man... Called 911 more than 1,100 times over the past six weeks, a prolific misuse of the emergency dispatch system. No kidding. That included the suspect asking a police operator if they wanted to buy egg rolls. <laughs> Investigations alleged that Hugh Newen, uh, a 54-year-old Memphis resident, began dialing 911 from his cell phone in mid-July. By the time of his arrest yesterday... Newen had logged 1,171 calls to 911, though he did not have an emergency. That's always a bit of a bad way to do it. On Tuesday, Newen, this is this, this week, Tuesday, Newen called 911 241 times. On Wednesday, he placed 32 calls to the emergency number, uh, one of which involved food. The suspect asked the 911 dispatcher if they wanted to buy egg rolls and then disconnected the line. He's really, he's really bought into the American way, hasn't he, this bloke? Newen has several prior convictions for misusing the emergency dispatch system and has been branded a habitual 911 user, abuser. Well, he's a 911 user. He's a habitual 911 abuser. Um, Newen was arrested yesterday outside a Memphis building that is home to a Vietnamese restaurant and the Oriental Best Market. So he probably did have some egg rolls he wanted to sell. Uh, the criminal complaint does not indicate whether Newen has any connection to either business or ready access to egg rolls. Newen, whose phone was seized by police, was charged with making non-emergency phone calls to 911. He was released from the Shelby County Jail on his own recognizance and is scheduled for a November 20 hearing in the misdemeanour case. And we'll keep, as always, we'll follow up on that one.